Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma, I'm a third year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and hello again everyone. You know the saying, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Well, I think that couldn't be more true when it comes to your job search. That's right. I even found a study that suggests hiring managers form a pretty solid impression of you in just the first 20 seconds. Are you kidding? That's pretty crazy. It's pretty it's pretty instant. Yeah, I mean, pretty terrifying, but it's a fact. So today we're going to jump in to talk about how you can make a good first impression, how you can make sure that in those 20 seconds... That hirer is in hirer, hirer is impressed. And what we're talking about here, Em, um, is specifically for in-person interviews. But I also think that all of this works for video interviews as well. Um, and I'll highlight, you know, when when that might be relevant um, as we go through the tips. Awesome. So we've got nine little tips here. Jumping right in, we've got number one: dress the part. Now, I mean, this is a given. I'd like to hope that people know to dress up you know, look smart for their interviews, but specifically, tell us what you like to see. You you say that, but I've seen so many people not dress in, in a way that was appropriate for the role. And that can go both ways. That can be, um, you know, too casual or it can actually be really too dressy as well. It really depends on the environment. So what I would normally say is find out what the workplace dress code is um, and what's appropriate for the job? What would you be wearing on a day-to-day basis? And go slightly dressier than that. So you don't want to be, if the job allows you to wear, you know, your exercise gear to work, well, that's cool. But you don't want to be that casual for a job interview. So you might go one level up, which is kind of like, you know, business casual. Um, but my biggest tip here is if you don't know what the normal workplace dress code is, just ask. I was going to say before that, as we know, the famous saying, it's always better to be overdressed than underdressed. So. Absolutely, it is. And if you're not sure, definitely go overdressed. Um, But I think definitely remember to note this down. If you're talking to a recruiter or you're emailing back and forth and you're arranging an interview, make sure you ask them what's the dress code. Um, You'll often find that 
interview invitations will have the dress code listed on it. Um, but my big tip here is stalk um, some people who work there on social media. Sometimes they'll have like a company, you know, Facebook account or an Instagram account where they post things from the business. Look at what people wear um, and then use that as a bit of a basis for, okay, I can see someone wearing jeans, so I know that jeans are okay. Or, you know, I can see that... Um, you know, the, the women there wear heels or I can see that the guys are in high vis. So, you know, I know that it might be okay to go straight from work. Um, I used to get a lot of people asking, hey, I'm coming straight from my other job. Is it okay if I just wear my work gear? That's totally okay. Um, you can give them a heads up, but you don't have to. You could even just say as you're walking into the interview, hey, look, I've just come from my other job, um, which is why I'm in my work gear. If you're, you know, a tradie or something like that, it's going to make you look like you're dressed the part for the job. Authentic. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Now, tip number two, we've got be 10 minutes early but not any earlier. This is a good one because I personally cannot be early anywhere and job interviews, I try and leave just seven years earlier because it's just who I am as a person that I'm always late. But I do stick to this rule. I don't, I will, I'll be there like early parked and, you know, ready, but I won't go in until 10 minutes. I always wait because I just know that you don't want to be too yeah. keen. You don't want to be too eager. There's probably other people before you. I mean, am I right that interviews generally are slotted out sometimes one after another? You don't want to go in. Yeah. Not even maybe. that, but just no. to disturb them. Yeah. Yeah. it's It could be – there could be interviews back to back. But the thing that really um, – obviously – don't be late, right? Like that, I feel like everybody knows that. It's a pretty generic kind of job seeker tip is don't be late to your interview. Um, I think let's discuss that first though. If you are running late, call. Make sure you have a phone number that you can call if something's gone wrong and give them notice before it's actually, you know, if your interview's at 10 o'clock, don't call at 10 o'clock. Call at, you know, 10 to 10 saying, hey, look, I've just had this issue. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to run late. You're still doing the person the courtesy of letting you know before it's actually hit that time that you are running late. And in that situation, it's the best that you can do. Um, people understand that sometimes things go wrong and it's really unfortunate for that to be for a job interview. The best thing you can do is give them a heads up. Um, Definitely. To the point... Yeah, to the point of being too early, um, I've worked for a lot of different businesses where we didn't really have a reception necessarily for people to actually sit and wait uh, where they were away from everyone else. And so if they were waiting, they were kind of like in the middle of the office um, sitting next to someone who was doing their work. And if they're there for 20 minutes, and I sometimes had people turn up 20 minutes, half an hour early, mm, um, no. you know, you've told the person who they're interviewing, hey, this person's here. And it kind of feels like, you feel guilty making the person wait for 20 minutes, even though that's kind of it. That's kind of it's you know, on your them. fault for turning yeah. up early. Yeah, but you kind of feel bad and you feel like, oh, I haven't even really prepared yet. I'm still in another meeting or something like that. So you're making your interviewers kind of rush. Um, so I think 10 minutes early and not earlier. Go walk around the block, get a coffee, stay in your car, um, just hang around outside, <laughs> like go do something else um, if it's too early for you to go in and then walk in the front door. Um, I also love the the tip of scoping out the location. If you're someone who gets really anxious with interviews and particularly with finding the location, um, go scope it out on the weekend just to see the address and see, okay, what does that look like the door to go in? Yeah. Yeah. Really helpful. Do a practice um, drive-by on the weekend. I don't know the parking situation. I'm not going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely check out the parking. That's another thing you can ask them um, when you're on the phone. What's the parking like? Is it easy in the area? Um, 
Now, if this was a video interview in terms of being on time, um, make sure everything is set up. Um, Join the link at least five minutes before. You could even do 10 minutes before um, and and be sitting in the the, um, video interview waiting for your interviewer to join. Um, The amount of times I've waited until it hits the exact time to join and then you finally work out that you've had some sort of connection issue and it's like, oh, your microphone can't be heard or whatever – Um, So make sure you're getting yourself ready and like joining the Zoom link um, 10 minutes before. Perfect. Now coming into tip number three, we have be friendly to everyone. I can so see why this is such a good tip because I don't know, you could be a bit flustered before the interview. You're heading up the corridor. Someone says, oh, good morning. And you're, oh, hello. And you're rushing or whatever. That could be the CEO or it could be the CEO's wife mm-hmm. or it could be mm-hmm. someone that helps make executive decisions or it could just be a regular Joe. But still, regular Joes deserve to be nice to, you know. I mean, exactly. I remember being at a job once and they were obviously cho- hiring someone, choosing the person, but even just me at reception chatting to the people as they come in ended up sort of putting in my two cents being like not not that I had any weight but being like oh I really liked this person because they were just (laughs) lovely and chatty like you make a difference so definitely and if you've got a really good candidate and someone in the office says oh did you hire that person like they were really rude in the elevator they you know barged through and pushed the number or something like that that can really that can really make an impact on how you feel about a candidate. Um, you never know even, who's watching. Definitely. And I have like absolutely had situations where people, um, you know, have gone in the elevator and it is the CEO that they met on the way up. Um, I also used to have a situation where um, the location that we worked at was kind of confusing and there were a couple of different addresses that you might end up going to um, and people would always go to the wrong address that was still the same business but it wasn't the right spot for them to be in and the people that they interacted with there, um, it was really important for them to give off a good impression um, of that person as opposed to being, you know, if you're really, really flustered and anxious and, oh, well, you know, this is what the invite said, that's going to come across you know, mm. kind of badly. And Bye-bye. if that co- person gets talking later on, that could really work against you. So I think assume everyone is watching and just make sure that you're conscious that you're already being assessed as soon as you've stepped foot in the building or even outside. Awesome. Now, number four, smile. Smile. Simple, simple tip. But just do it. Make yourself yeah, look like it's- you're excited to be here. You can easily forget to smile, but if you're nervous. You can. And it's like the the resting bitch face thing. I definitely suffer from resting bitch face. Mm. So I encourage any of you out there who are also the same, um, make a conscious effort to smile. Um, Even if it feels a little bit forced at the beginning, um, if you can, you know, make yourself relax a little bit or say, oh, yeah, thank you, know, nodding and smiling. Good positive body language is going to make you come across Um, you know, friendly, approachable, like you have a personality as well. Um, I actually went for an interview once um, and I noticed that in the information that they'd sent through beforehand, one of the company's values was um, about having a good sense of humor. And I actually made a joke in the interview as I went in because I thought, oh, this is one of their values. So I'm going to break the ice a little bit on the way in. And so I made a joke. Um, and it went it went down really well. It broke the ice and everyone was kind of relaxed going into the room. So, you know, 
definitely that that personality impact is something that your interviewer is going to be assessing um, and working out you know can I spend time with this person can I imagine you know them in my team and with with me as a colleague even Um, so showing your personality by smiling and positive body language is going to be really helpful Hey Job Hunters, big news. Our all new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep, it takes you step by step by step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. Awesome. Now coming into tip number five, feeling alive. That didn't rhyme. We have handshake. Now, usually in a normal time, normal times, we would absolutely say go in for a handshake. It's the respectable thing to do, but... COVID times, it's a bit, it's a bit weird. What do you recommend? Do we go in for it or do we hesitate? Do we elbow tap? Do we, uh, uh, do we make a joke so... and say, ah, weird times? I can't. Uh, what do we do? <laughs> it's so awkward. Um, my best advice is um, sanitize when you go in. Normally, <laughs> most businesses at the moment will have a sanitizer station so that you can just, you know, not worry about the fact that you're going to give someone anything, and then take their lead. They will either go in for it or they won't or they will go for the elbow tap or they won't. So take their lead but be ready, <laughs> ready be and ready. prepared. Ready to strike with whatever ready routing to... they choose. <laughs> ready to go with the elbow, ready to go with the hand, um, whatever they go in with. Um, ready to failing that. Oh, oh yeah. no, can we just talk about how much it sucks when you think someone's going to do something then like they put an arm out but you go to walk away or you put an arm out and they go to oh I just hate that. it's a it's like one millisecond of awkwardness but I will think about it for the rest of the day in fact the, the rest of the week like that will replay in my head for months I just ugh, I it's can't. so awkward you know what my coping mechanism for that is to avoid that is I go what? in strong I just go in oh. with my decision and I'm like, I'm going sh- like, to shake the hand and I just be dominant because then they will follow my lead and there's no room for hesitation. <laughs> like, Or if I'm like, okay, I'm going to give them a hug, I go in hard for the hug because it's this awkwardness happens when you go in soft, when you go in like, oh, yeah. do I? Oh, oh, ah. Like, no, go in, just go in. But it, I mean, yeah. don't do that for now. Let them lead. But I'm just saying, usually I lead and that's the way I avoid that. Well, if, if, but tip. even if you even if you read it wrong and you're waiting for them to take the lead and you feel like they're going in for the handshake, commit. Like if you if you're reading something, yeah. just commit and go for it. Um, I think it is a really tricky one in modern times, and you might want to observe while you're waiting in the waiting room, um, or waiting at reception, or watching what other people do. Are they shaking hands in reception? Are they, you know, fist bumping, high fiving, elbow tapping, or whatever? Are people wearing masks? You know, you can kind of tell. Um, mm. how a business is treating things and how, um, you know, seriously they're taking the extra precautions. Um, obviously, currently in Australia, none of those are requirements in terms of wearing masks, um, certainly in New South Wales at the moment. So you can maybe pick up on the on the cues there. Um, but a, a salesperson that I was talking to recently was saying, um, 
if if in doubt, make a joke about it. Just like you said, Em, it's a bit weird, but just to be like, oh, I never know whether to go for the handshake. And, mm, you know, you're, you're addressing cringe. the elephant in the room. Um, they're going to feel maybe awkward about it as well. Um, something That's else fine. I think is stand up. As soon, if you're sitting down when the um, person come over, stand up as soon as they walk over. Um, you don't want to be shaking their hand sitting down. That's even more. Yeah, awkward. that's a weird, weird power imbalance. Yep, stand up. Mm. Cool. All right, and number six, we have walk tall. I like this one. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just you know when you're walking um, through to the room, walk with confidence. Um, think about your body language. Um, think about you know, the, the energy that you're projecting as well. Um, I think most of us have seen um, some of the TED Talks going around about body language and power posing. Um, so I was literally going to say there is studies yeah. that show that if you walk into a room with your shoulders back and try and emulate the most cockiest walk you can ever do, like it genuinely has an effect and tricks your brain into thinking you're confident and you feel like you've got this. Like it's amazing. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's just a a little tip. But I think, you know, even if you're not feeling confident, fake it because you can actually give yourself some confidence um, and a boost from what you do physically with your body. Amazing. Number seven. This is pretty funny. Take the water. Take the goddamn water. They always offer you one. You're too nervous. You're like, oh, no, no, thank you. I'm okay. Or it's sitting there, but like you don't touch it. Just take the water. Why should we take the water? Okay, so there's lots of reasons. First of all, most of the you're time, probably thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> You've trekked up there. You're stressed. Your heart's racing. Have a sip. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. But also, I used to do this all the time. I wouldn't even listen to the question, and I would just say no, thank you. I don't know why. Just because it was just too awkward, and I just felt weird accepting something from someone even like if I was in someone's house and they'd be like oh do you want a snack do you want something in it like I didn't know them very well I'd be like oh no thank you and then I'd think about it afterwards immediately after and be like you know what I'm kind of hungry why did I say no (laughs) so don't don't let yourself get caught up in that thing of just saying oh no thank you I'm okay um because you probably do want to drink and you're going to be talking a lot during this this true you don't want to get cotton mouth yeah, you get a dry mouth and it's hard. That happens to me all the time. I talk really fast when I'm nervous. And if you can just take a sip of water while they're asking you the next question, something that can calm you down um, and it really, really handy to have something to hold on to as well so you're not being awkward with your hands. But the main important reason is something that we mentioned last week, which is the Ben Franklin effect. Um, which is essentially what we talked about with cognitive dissonance. If someone does you a favor, they like you more. So someone's asking you, hey, can I get you a glass of water, tea or coffee, whatever? They're asking, can I do you a favor? And you're saying, no, thanks. Um, take the opportunity to have them do that favor for you. And um, it it will hopefully work in your um, effect and have, have them like you more. And trick them psychologically. We love it. Everything helps. <laughs> it's not a trick. It's not a manipulation. It's just they go, oh, why did I do that for that person? Um, it's handy. You're just going to, you know, they've already mm. offered. Right. Number eight, we have body language. This sounds like a given, but, you know, we have things here like sit back in your chair, sit up straight, nod when listening. Talk to us about that. Yeah. I mean, 
some people come in and, and um, they're really uncomfortable or, you know, they, they just haven't thought about it necessarily and they've slumped back in the chair. Um, it can just make it look like you're uninterested. You may not even know, you know, what you look like from that angle, from the other side of yes. the table. Yes. Do you know what? I'm a huge arm crosser for a comfort thing. Like just, that's yeah. just what I do. And then sometimes I'll be chatting to someone like even at work or something. And then I just become aware of how I'm standing. I'm like, oh my God, I look so angry slash like disinterested, bored. Like, oh, it's, I don't Closed know. It's off. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always a, um, I'm always a big one for accidentally sitting on the edge of the chair, like perching on the edge of the chair and sitting <laughs> like up really, really That's straight so when I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> but but That's so, like, like that yeah, meme. I'm... No, wait, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> that is like that meme. We'll have to put it in the Facebook group. That's like when you go to your man's house for the first time and it's of the girl sitting right on the corner of the bed holding her handbag in her arms and he's like, make yourself at home. And she's like, okay, and then sits down on the corner like awkwardly. <laughs> That's so good. Right? And so as much as like, yeah, you're sitting up straight, like, you know, bonus points, you don't look comfortable and you look really... Like just sit on a chair normally. (laughs) Yeah. Sit back in your chair, sit up straight, um, nod when listening, all that kind of stuff. Uncross your arms. um, Just be a bit conscious of your body language. Try and settle in. um, Try and make yourself a little bit comfortable if you can, um, the way that you would just, you know, kind of in a meeting that you were paying attention to. Um, yeah, it just only takes a second to just go, oh, hold on, before I just get comfortable or before I accidentally slip into something nervous, let me think about how I'm sitting. Perfect. And lucky last, number nine, feeling fine, we have don't fidget. This is like a bit of a classic, you know, the kid in primary school saying the speech and they're vigorously shaking or rocking. Oh, oh my God, how hard is it to tapping. watch a presentation when someone's swaying? It makes you feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> But nauseous. you don't even realize you're doing it. If you if you're nervous, you might fidget. But you know, yeah. hold your hands and hold them both together. Sit on your hands. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I you know that's where it could be helpful to have a notebook with you, um, or that glass of water could really help if you just pick that <laughs> up every now and then. It'll stop you fidgeting. Um, but I actually have a story about this, and I thought our listeners might enjoy um, hearing about this story. So, I interviewed someone for a sales job. And for this sales job, um, they would obviously have to be in a lot of different client meetings that have to be presenting, building relationships, selling to people. Um, so it was really important how they acted in this interview because it was like they were kind of going to be in this situation a lot. Um, mm. So really, really important what you know how they presented themselves. Um, it was a Friday afternoon, which I think is important um, later in the story. So this girl, she... Um, she at first I thought she had chewing gum. She didn't have any chewing gum. She was just chewing on her tongue or on her cheeks or something. Oh she was she could not get her hands out of her hair. She'd flick it over one way. She'd flick it over the next the, the next way. She'd have her hands up, scratching her head. Um, she was like touching, almost caressing her arms, both arms, oh. like hu- like hugging herself, kind of thing at the at the same time. And it was so. So distracting. I couldn't that listen so to what she was saying. She kept closing her eyes when she was saying things as well. And like, <laughs> mm, um, um, well, with her eyes closed. And I, I was going, I didn't know where to look. The other person I was interviewing with, I was glancing at. I actually sent them a chat on our online system because we both had our laptops open and went, WTF. Is this, is, is this girl high? 
That's actually what I said. I sent him a message saying, is, is she high? Now, I don't know whether she was or not. I have my assumptions about what she might have. <laughs> I have my reservations. Why she might have been. <laughs> I, ha- I have my assumptions about why she might have been acting like that. But do you know what I also think? Maybe she wasn't. Maybe that's just what she was doing during the interview. But imagine, imagine that that's what someone assumed about you because you were, because you were fidgety, just fidgety, or because you yeah. had some really strange body language, like you were blinking too much, or you were, um, you know, <laughs> blinking, touching much. your arm too much, or something like that. Um, I feel really bad about that all the time, thinking maybe she wasn't. Maybe she was really, really nervous, but. Honestly, in the in the job that we were looking for, she was going to have to be in that situation. We just thought, imagine this person representing our business. This is so this is so uncomfortable. Um, so I thought you guys might enjoy that Friday afternoon interview. Um, safe to mm. say, we cut that one a little bit short. Um, <laughs> so be careful of your fidgeting. That's the moral of the right. story here. Awesome. Well, perfect. There you have it. There's our nine little tips to make a good first impression. Like we said, you can't make There's no such thing as making a good second impression. It's called first impression for a reason and it can make all the difference. We hope this episode was helpful. If you want to hear more from us, stick around (laughs) and we'll be in your ears next week. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you want to hear more from us, make sure you hit subscribe. We're a new podcast, so if you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration and a supportive community, join us in the Interview Boss Facebook group. If we've been your job search besties and helped you in some way, there's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming. <laughs>